talking up. It's like when you're in an airplane mm-hmm. and you're on the, you know, you're taxiing out and like, you know, Christina Aguilera, fake boobs. And then you get to the jetway and then you like, I can just see the pilot like pushing that throttle up and going, and the engine starts spinning. And then we're like, and then the plane rumbles a little and then it starts moving and then you take off. Mm-hmm. So that's like the conversation we're having before all that. It's like, it's a really good Yeah, point. but I just got all of that. Yeah. So that oh, was, that perfect. was the so there, yeah, there, yeah. Here we go. That was yeah, definitely yeah. better than what he thought we lost. Exactly. <laughs> perfect. You, you go, guys baby. Miss out Dude, on so fake now that we're jobs and security and yeah. anything, but we'll talk about something else now. <laughs> now Don't that worry. we're flying, we've taken off. We're in the air, our buddy Ben is here. We've been trying to get Ben on the show for Benji. about months. nine months. Yeah, months. Nine it's months, been months. Ten months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I asked him to be on the show before we had a show. I was like, "Hey, if I ever have a show one day, would you please come on it?" And he was like, "Totally." A baby's been made since we've asked you. Oh my god, are, a life are you has and Lily been pregnant. No, created. no, no. I'm just saying, in general, somewhere a baby. Oh my god, Lily's made. pregnant, guys! This is a great day. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Benjamin like, Dornbush. This is not a fun joke. <laughs> Benjamin Dornbush is Dornbush. on the show today. Dornby, Dorny B. That was me whooping for myself. Whoop, whoop. That just, well, they'll think it was me. Put, well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, too, you deserve it. You, uh, hey, man, you do whatever you feel makes you feel beautiful. If you want to whoop for this, yourself. Yeah, it's great. Like, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to divulge the truth, goes. which is um, we wanted you to come on the show for no other reason than you being an amazing person. But it was wow, a lot of it thank was. Thank you. Right. It was wrapped up with some with your music as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a new thing that I, when I you told me about it, I was like, oh, my God, can we talk about that? And you're like, totally. What was I excited about to hear? Uh, that I haven't eaten in 11 days. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker hasn't eaten in 11 days. Mm-mm. He does this a lot. It's yeah, insane. I, yeah. I try to do it like twice a year. Twice a year. Um, a good friend of mine does it four times a year. Every every quarter he lines it up with his his work. And so, you know, it aligns with his goals. It helps him get centered and stuff. But, you know, for me, I do it. Tw- it's been almost, uh, I think, a little over a year for me. Oh, that's a, That's a better level. Thank you. Yeah, anytime his um, voice is louder, he's good with it. Yeah. Trust well, me. I can, I can hear myself uh-huh. now. I'm not swallowed in the, the in realm of scum. Rat feces, the, the band rehearsing next door. Rat feces has a nice beat. Is that their name? That's their know. name. Their name is Rat feces. Mine's coined their name. Yes. Or mine's named them. That's their name. I thought you said Rafisis. I thought it was like a you know a Lion King like pop culture place <laughs> reference right now. Yeah, Coop, do your do your thirty second spot with like. <laughs> oh, wait, no, now do Timba. Timba. Yeah, Timba. It's Simba. You know, Timba. There's Simba. It's like and there's Timon and now do Tumba. No, you're blending. We're all now do Timon and I just saw it like two days ago. I should be able to fucking remember. I've never seen it. Thirty seconds done. Word, Great, you got the nice words work. wrong. Yeah, well, it's something like that. All right, that was um, great. We got it in. Done. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So eleven days. This mm-hmm. you have not ingested anything but water. No. So I started a, a juice cleanse um, on Friday. I don't. I don't know the date. So it's today. There's like 29th or twenty. Today's the twenty eighth, right? 29th. Twenty ninth. Okay. So today's the twenty ninth. So. A week ago was last Monday. Would have been the twenty-first. Yep. So I th- it yeah, was on the so. on the nineteenth, Friday the nineteenth. Um, I did it a little bit differently th- this time, um, whereas I usually I'll stop like my last 
the last time I eat will be the night before I start the juice cleanse. So I would have had dinner on Thursday the 18th okay, and then started fasting the next day. But this time I decided to change it up because what I noticed what was happening is I wake up and like most people can skip breakfast and be fine. Then by lunch, they're like, okay, I got to eat something. I'm pretty hungry. And then... <laughs> so annoyed with those people you can tell and, by his derisive voice. Well, I, mean, I, that, I mean, that's me. I'm that's like, how I would be like, anyway. I'm so hungry. I'm starting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, just a grumbling. I'm starting to get hungry here. Yeah. What's going on, People Mr. throw the word body. starving around way right. too much. But yeah. yes, by noon, no, they're but like... No, but so that like, I really, I don't, even with not eating for 11 days, even just doing uh, water for the last four days, I still don't know that I know what starving is. But I think save that for another show. I'm just going to talk about this. You know more now, than I do. I'll say that. Um, but it's really... So what I, what I did was I had like a, a big breakfast Friday morning the 19th. And then I fasted the rest of the day. So what that changed for me this time was... When I finally started, it was kind of like having dinner and then waiting several hours. So my deepest hunger pangs were happening while I was sleeping. So I started getting hungry late Friday night. By the time I was like, my stomach was feeling empty and I was, it, it was a physical thing. Like, I am hungry. My stomach is empty. I need to eat something. My brain is telling me I want to eat something. So, you know, the duality of like the physical hunger, I need to eat something and your brain saying I want to eat something that's the the sort of crux of like the real struggle with this is the first 48 hours is dealing with that i need to and i want to eat and once you get through that first 48 hours your stomach is shrinking your body is realizing like okay i'm not getting fed anymore um it so any so this time I, i i ate breakfast friday morning and then I started getting hungry at night. And by the time I got like really hungry, it was time to go to bed and I was exhausted. So I went to sleep and it really transitioned to it. So it was really only 24 hours where I really had those, both of those symptoms going on of, I want to eat and I need to eat. And then the, with the juice cleanse, like you're having, you know, some people have up to six cold pressed organic juices a day. Um, and the it's a quick blowdown on like on juice cleansing and there's, you know, difference between juice cleansing and water fasting. Juice cleansing, you're getting some sort of caloric intake. Any juice can have, you know, hopefully no more than 30 calories. If it's more than that, it probably has sugar in it, and you really don't want to be having sugar. And then a water fast is like zero calories whatsoever. Uh, but with a juice cleanse, you know, you want to do ju- cold-pressed juices because in a cold press, you're using um, a press or an auger or something to squeeze the juice out of whatever you're juicing and keeping it at that lower temperature preserves the nutrients you know once you heat something up it breaks down uh it breaks down a lot of cell structure so you're losing out on a lot of nutrients so any like spinning high spinning high speed blade creates friction creates heat so it might be like pulverizing the vegetable you get juice but some of the nutrient uh the nutrient content is depleted so anyway cold press organic juices if you're doing a juice cleanse make sure it's organic um so i did that for, i had uh two or three juices a day so i cut in half what most people do just because i i want to like take this, is this a separate separate time no no this is this past not like you know on the 19th After- of july so i started i you had breakfast st- in the morning. i had breakfast in the morning then you fasted and then i had 
two juices that afternoon. So that's when I started. I had two juices that afternoon. And then Saturday, I had like three or four juices throughout the day. Um, and I did that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I started a water fast where I was just drinking water. And so I've been doing the water fast since Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and now today's Monday. I've just been doing water. Um, and what I've noticed throughout all that, within, within 48 hours, the hunger pangs go away. And beyond that, especially working in a restaurant, I think makes it extraordinarily challenging because you're around food and these smells. But I think it's also um, created a different experience for me, at least, where I've noticed that just the smells of things, I want to eat not because I'm hungry, but I want the sensory experience. It's kind of like needing to have sex. It's like, I just, you know, I want to have sex. I want to have a pleasurable experience. It's like, I want to put food in my body because I want, you know, and so uh, not getting too much into like neuroscience and, and how like neuroreceptors work. And, um, but, you know, talking about pain and pleasure, like, you know, there's certain uh, actions we have or things we do that have like a reward system in the brain. So if, you know, if you eat certain foods, it triggers like or you, you you act in certain ways you experience even like certain emotions as that's fulfilled in the brain there's certain receptors that are like rewarding so like you know for me growing up i've always i've always loved food i always love eating i i mean you guys have seen me eat i can eat like no one else can eat um you know i can eat like two pizzas and like a salad by myself and then like i crush some dessert and I'll be full for sure you know if you really want to if I'm going for it but <laughs> um I, I can definitely eat so you know I really in, th in this cleanse I really wanted to change my relationship to food and how I view it and um so a couple different things that have been coming up for me is is noticing my desire to eat just for like an experience and um you know, that was earlier in the week, uh, just noticing that I wanted to eat to taste things. And then later in the week, it's become more of, um, I'm looking into sort of the, the emotional aspect of like what it seems to be feeling, fulfilling in me when I have like a full stomach. And, um, I also line this up with my yoga teacher training. It's really interesting. Um, I want to butt in here for a second. Yeah, please. Because do. this is one of the part. This is one of the aspects that I was most intrigued by: the emotional changes that you're going through, mm -hmm. which makes me think, what am I repressing by yeah. not fasting? Mm -hmm. By what? Because I absolutely um, eat for that joy. I I'm obsessed with food, and yeah. it is often my replacement for sex. All of these things <laughs> are a hundred percent true. Like, listen, <laughs> last night I broiled a salmon and made penne with a garlic butter. While I started a crock pot fucking New York strip beef stew, which finished this morning, which I turned off before I left the house. Like, I'm obsessed with food uh, on a yeah. daily fucking basis. Mm -hmm. um, the idea, which is why you see me going crazy about the idea of not eating for two weeks. Would you ever do it? Ever is a strong word. Sure, ever, maybe. I mean, I don't know how to, what the scenario would be that I would do that. I don't know what that would be. I'd have to try it. No. no. No interest to stop eating just for the fucking adventure. No. I am, I, I, no, that's not at all where I am right now. <laughs> that's so, where I was. <laughs> yeah. 
for him it makes sense maybe down the road for me it will in fact I saw a Reddit post yesterday it was like what do you do now that you ha- your kid self had no idea did not see coming what a great thread it was really cool I think you should do it for the show I think it would be a fun one to document okay then we're gonna go to an event we'll, we'll have a compromise because you keep saying no to going to things and being part of communities well, no, and I doing it in the real world and all. do it all online no we can't do it all online no I'm saying anyway, back I don't, to me I don't want to go to like I don't have <laughs> to go to you. A, like a, a rally for a president or a potential candidate I'm saying you wouldn't go to a Bernie rally to incorporate in the show come on no, I would now, but I want to see you fast for two weeks. We um, will talk off camera about well, this, this bargain. I got to say, this is very extreme. I'd start with like a three-day something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you really don't want to do less than three days because I don't like... You're not challenging yourself. It is It is good. Like, So part of this is like I want to transform my relationship with food and what it's doing with me emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And so... My sort of record, I guess, you know, you got to set goals for yourself. And so I, I've done a 10-day cleanse before. I did a seven-day juice class, a three-day water fast. Nice. Um, and so I really wanted to do a longer water fast. And so my goal has been 14 days with this one. Wow. And that's ve- that's really extreme. It's ambitious, yeah. but you've, you've, um, grown, you've grown to that point. And, and, and sort of, you know, what's unfolding in that, especially with this water fast, is noticing that um, you go through like deeper into like uh, more depths of, of bodily cleansing. So going back into eating, you know, on Friday, I'm going to have like some steamed broccoli. And once I get into like a regular um, routine, a regular routine, thank you. Um, I do want to incorporate like a fasting day a week. So there will be one day a week where I fast. And what that does is it gives your body some um some time to rest you're it it, all that energy you're expending on digesting food um any inflammation in the digestive tract you've got what like i don't know uh, 20 feet or something of intestinal tract inside of you something like that i could be making that i'm not a doctor um there are plenty of like uh more uh, i'm just kind of like a a dude doing a, a cleanse um, it's a great title. A that is a great a title, cleanse. dude. Doing a cleanse. <laughs> dude, doing a cleanse. Um, you know, I, I've, I, again, I line this up with my yoga teacher training. I think I, I'm very aware of my body as being a yoga teacher and, and practicing uh, yoga in the bigger sense of more of like a, a lifestyle and breath work and uh, ways in which to to live your life. And um, twenty three feet long. Sorry. 23 oh you yeah were close. Close. You were real close. close you're close yeah. you're close um, but one. there are you know there's plenty of uh check out like ben greenfield fitness um i forget the doctor that i listened to this awesome podcast he was talking with ben greenfield um but there are like credible medical professionals who talk about the benefits of fasting mm-hmm. and even um, intermittent fasting is all over the right so inter- intermittent fasting is you know some people are like well i skip breakfast it's like well that's not really fasting like, <laughs> yeah, like intermittent fasting is like fasting for like 12 plus hours at least once a week and so you know i do want to incorporate that like one day a week and in, in, in furthering that maybe even two days a week where i don't eat and then the other four days you know i i have sort of like uh, a regular eating pattern right mm-hmm. um 
But in, in you know, so in the last eleven days, I've sort of gone through. It's just like as you do any, as you practice guitar more, you're gonna get better at it. As you guys do this show more, you're gonna get better at it. As you meditate more, you're gonna get better at it. As you ride a bike, repetition, practicing. The more you practice, the deeper levels you go in. The more you go to see a psychiatrist, you know, the more you're gonna peel back the onion and get deeper in. So. Yeah. As I've been doing this juice cleanse, I've noticed the the deeper levels of of sort of uh, mental clarity I've been gaining, of insights, of physical detox, um, and a, a lot of it is is psychosomatic. Is just like there's things happening physically in the body that are connected to the mind and vice versa. Um, and let's just talk about diarrhea. Cool. I um, never shy away from a discussion about diarrhea. <laughs> Love it. I don't I even had, know why it has a negative connotation. So Diarrhea is fantastic. I had this really crazy experience Saturday night where I started getting like really emotional and angry and I, I was I was working and um, just like the energy felt off and like I just like the people that were coming in seemed to bother me and then I started feeling nauseous and then I started having diarrhea and I had like maybe four or five hours of diarrhea and like I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have gotten to there. Anyway, I'm going there. So like just really nasty, like bile was coming out of my body. And once, and it felt like I had had the flu or like I had, um, I had like an infection or something that I need to take an antibiotic. And you know, when you take a really strong antibiotic, you get, it kind of feels like you have the flu. You get nauseous, you get that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, um, you feel really uh, fatigued. And so I was starting to get these sensations. Like I was, you know, um, there's so, so, and I, I felt like whatever it was, and I'm sure this is backed up by, you know, some sort of medical study that, you know, I was, I was flushing something out of my body when there's toxins in their body. Good for you, man. It's either locked up in fat cells or it's, it's pushed in the liver. You know, how does our body detox through the liver and the kidneys detox the blood and, um, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol or taking a lot of ibuprofen, it's all getting stored in your liver and causing liver damage. And, um, it's held in the bile or bilir- uh, I think it's called. Um, and so a lot of that was flushed out through this bout of uh, this, the night of diarrhea. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so after that, pass, I was, I was back, I was back to clarity. I felt like I got rid of like, you know, maybe I'm totally making this up, but what, I felt like happened to me and I'm just sort of following my intuition is another story I could get into about following your intuition and how things come up. But, um, what I really felt like was happening was I was getting rid of this sort of these, uh, antibiotics that were in my body that were locked up. Um, I had one day that I, um, I don't know. I mean, I've been taking antibiotics since I was three year old. I was 80% deaf because I had ear infections as an infant. Um, So I've been taking antibiotics since then. How can you take antibiotics so much? Isn't that like terrible? It's not good for you. I mean, that's why half of us have like, you know, need to do like candida cleanses. Jesus. Um, And it just it it's so bad for your digestive health because it just flushes all of the good bacteria that's in your digestive tract out. Um, And so you literally have been taking antibiotics for 25 years? Off and on, yeah. Just, yeah. On a regular basis, not on different? a regular basis. No, but I think I've, I've maybe, I don't. I, I got a lot of ear infections. The only way is like, I mean, I was eight years old and I knew what a Z pack was. You know, azithromycin. Oh. 
um, that was just like a thing of my childhood, which right, I right, guess right. isn't, you know, like too normal that a lot to, but nowadays it's not abnormal. N- right. No, I mean, everyone's taken, you know, God knows what, but, um, I've, you know, I've must've taken 20 uh, antibiotics, wow. 20 different times wow. in, my year, in my life. That's a lot, man. Yeah. That's, that's a, lot. a lot. Wow. Um, yeah, that whole a- arena scares me. I got to bone up on, 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 uh, the real, how to, how to truly deal with mm. antibiotics. And cause yeah. I mean, the resistance I hear is getting like, we're in trouble. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and that's all I know. That's the extent of my I knowledge. You, see, that. I, you know, that was like a night I felt like I sort of, I detoxed myself of, I mean, God knows what it was. Um, but again, it was, it was connected to this emotional experience I, that I was having. And, um, I was also, you know, throughout the, I, so I, t- again, I timed this with my, uh, my yoga teacher training and we were delving deep into the chakras and learning about, um, the energetic body and how it connects, you know, to the sort of mental sphere physically and mentally and, and spiritually as well. But, um, and throughout the week you know, during this fasting, you're, you become very sensitive to things. So we started talking about, um, Enthogens and uh, uh, what? Enthogens. What is an enthogen? Um, an enthogen. It's 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 a it's, uh, it's something you consume. It's like a food. Or it's like a holistic medicine, if you will. Even um, I still don't understand. It, so it, it's things like chamomile tea, or like making dandelion root tea. Oh, okay, okay. Got or it. taking echinacea or something. It's a, or like uh, earth-driven sort of medicines that have a certain purpose in the body. And I was telling a friend of mine about this, and he's like, "Well, yeah, you know." when I drink chamomile tea at, at night, I, it doesn't like, I don't feel like calm or sleepy or I have like bedtime tea. I'm like, I said, I do right now, but that's because I'm on a juice cleanse and my body is so open, receptive and um, the nuances of something like that. My body is so attuned to accepting, but you know, I said, if, if you drink a lot of alcohol or you're smoking weed or something, um, Something so those are very very strong, like you know, the, um, and it's not just alcohol and weed; it's a cocktail of the food you yeah, eat, the, the air you breathe, well, exactly, the everything. drinks you it's, drink. Like yeah. every day, if it's you're an having a ribeye steak yeah. covered in cheese or you know, I don't know. That's like that's how I do really it. Ext- More I, cheese that on my ribeye, please. Damn good right now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, all the diarrhea you talk can't put, with a you, side of bread. You can't put. <laughs> Cheese on a steak, but you can put it on a steak sandwich. What the fuck? Where's there the are di- no rules, <laughs> especially no rules. right now, especially my. Oh, imagination. sorry, we probably yeah, shouldn't sure. be talking about food. My mouth is watering. Now, uh, I um, asked you this before. What is you said you're gonna eat broccoli? Is gonna be the first thing you eat? Why? I you just gotta keep start saying slow. broccoli, but you know you gotta start. I need to. I I'm gonna buy some. Uh, digestive enzymes to replenish Those your body. Those are gonna taste so good. Um, I think you gotta be easy with what you put good. in your body. Yeah, it's it's very very slow. I'm Bananas gonna, good. I'm like soft. I'm starting back up with juices tomorrow, um, to ease myself back into like Nutrients, taking on calories yeah, and and just like um, I'll be doing like a mono diet. So for like probably Friday and Saturday, each like meal I have, which will be very small, will just be one type of food. Um, so whether it's like I eat broccoli or, you know, mainly like steamed vegetables, yeah. so something that's slightly cooked, that's easy to digest. There's still some nutrient content. Um, so you're not going to sit down like to a 25 day aged bone marrow. No. Okay. I had someone come in to 
the other night I was talking about how I was on a juice cleanse and they're like, oh, we're actually just finishing a three day one. I was like, and you came here to eat? <laughs> and, Good luck. And so one girl, like she had like sardines with avocado, which was like, I mean, you know, it was the lesser of all evils. But then her friend ordered like two pizzas. He's like, I'll take the squash blossom pizza and the spicy chorizo one. And I was like, dude, are you nuts? You're literally just throwing away three days of cleansing in, in 20 minutes. Well, how do you respond to that? Um, he was like, nah, I'll be fine. And I didn't want to get too preachy. Like, they decided they were going to... It was gonna, your duty I to wanna, let him know. Yeah. And I duty? did it in a friendly, kind yeah. way. Like, the choice is yours. I would feel bad if I didn't try to impart this yeah. knowledge on Cut you. Cut to but. them after the check. They're just like, oh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, because your body just goes right back. Did you get that snap? Yeah. Um, <laughs> One more for good measure, just yeah. in case. Okay, cool. Your body just goes right back into that's the snap. Right back. Which one? And forget it. Um, your body just goes right back into this sort of um, inflammation, trying to solve issues. So you know, there's been tons of studies that you know, dairy is is an infl- dairy is an inflammatory uh, is uh, gluten, red meat. It's really harsh on your digestive yeah. tract. Not that we can't eat it or that we shouldn't eat it. It's Probably just shouldn't. You need to look at at levels that you're the levels that the amount you're eating. There's a tons um, of cultures that don't eat dairy, and they're probably overall mm, more healthy. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I love cheese so much. To punch in on that, I remember I was a vegetarian for three years. Three and, years, yeah. And the Damn. first thing I went back, and it was literally based on my buddy was a vegan, and he bet me that I wouldn't do it. And I was like, we were in high school, <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, I'll do it, and I did wow. it. And I was vegetarian. I still ate fish, so I guess I so pescatarian, ovo pescatarian. There I you guess, go. Hey, thanks for being precise. Yeah. Facts are fun. Uh-huh. So you cheated and you lost. So your friend won the bet. No, no, no. I, I didn't lose, but, but it ended. And then it was like a three-year bet. Or no, it was two-year bet. Oh, you went to extra year just to be like, fuck you. Yeah, well, I was already in it, and I actually felt good and everything, and I was getting protein from other sources. And um, two things I remember really weird about it. One was my brother got getting really upset with me one night that I wouldn't eat meat. And it was really weird. And He's it was a long time into it. And my family was making something for dinner that was me. And I was like, oh, I'll just have this. It's like, you know, fake, whatever. And uh, and he got so mad and like broke down. That's and, like, awesome. And like got pissed off about it. It was really weird. Um, I like your brother. Yeah, he's the best. But uh, <laughs> shout out Max. Max. Uh, but uh, oh, yeah, both of our brothers are named Max. Whoa. Oh, that, that's you. I was like, uh, you started, you said Max, and I was like, wait, are we talking about my brother no, or no, his yeah. brother? My brother's Max. What's going on? Um, oh, no way. Max, he's Max. a Max. He's a Maxwell. I think yours is Maximilian. No, it Max just Max. Max. Oh, sorry. Just Max. Oh, okay. M-A-X. I think I asked him that once and he got mad. Um, so the other thing was when I went back to eating meat, I remember it was at a barbecue and mm-hmm. I had just like a hamburger. And right. I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, it's my first time having it. And I ate mm-hmm. half of it. And immediate, or not immediately, but like 10, 15 minutes in, I thought the burgers were, were bad and like, yeah. but everybody was like, we're fine. And I just, my stomach felt like it was turning inside out and I, I had to go home. I was, I felt so sick. I felt terrible. I was like sweating profusely Mm -hmm. and I thought I got food poisoning, but really it was just my body reacting to something that it had. Backyard barbecue quality burger after three years. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, it was really, (laughs) yeah. But I remember, and and I, I started obviously eating meat again. I eat meat now, not as much red meat, but I eat meat now. 
And uh, yeah, I just remember having to like kind of gradually go back into it, which makes sense for you having just right. like some steamed vegetables, juices, and kind of. But it's I think it's it's that reaction of your body like whoa. Yeah. What is this? What is I this? watched. But the body is really it's so incredible. The and we're never like really really present to how incredible and fascinating it is, the strength of the body yeah. to adapt and heal. And, and uh, mentally, physically, just what's going on. And, you know, just the the types of surgeries we're doing these days. I mean, my grandmother just had a new aortic valve put in. They wow. Had to do it Shout out to grandma. Down at her belly button. She's 96 years old. Wow. It's like, it's it, the, the things that the, we can do with our bodies and their the strength, the depth we have to ad- adaptation and to healing is really astounding and then until you, i think you do something like a crazy fast you don't realize the subtleties and really appreciate like what's really going on yeah it's a good point i've watched uh, a video a while ago maybe a year or two ago of a kid who fasted for a month mm-hmm. no food for a month and this is something you're gonna like where i'm going with this uh, cooper um at the end of it the first thing he ate was watermelon Mm-hmm. And the way that he described the flavor of that watermelon it after having not eaten for a month, it's it's what yeah he equated something to similar exactly, um, which is that would be the reason I might do it. <laughs> that seems like a worthy goal for me for that sensation and experience for food. Mm-hmm. I might be tricked into it. You definitely it's so in in, uh, in yoga. There's a practice called pratyahara, which is a removal of the sense objects from the senses. So whether that's like going into like, uh, you know, closing your eyes or something is, is allowing sight to go away. Even, you know, you might be imagining things or um, being in like a float tank or something where you, you know, it's sensory deprivation. You can't hear anything. You can't really see anything. It doesn't smell like anything. Um, or if, you know, so fasting is a way of removing food and taste from from the tongue and you know that sensation of fulfilling hunger from the stomach and in the process of that you you do get deeper into this appreciation for what's really going on so like when you do eat that watermelon and it's like almost having an orgasm and it's so stimulating you notice the subtlety of what's going on really each time you eat a watermelon you eat anything that's still going on you're just not aware or present to that explosively ecstatic experience yeah it always reminds there's always a little anecdotal moments in in documentaries that you see that stick with you there was one where it was either they were coming to ellis island um in in the early part late part of the 19th century or he was being saved by liberators in a war i can't remember the context but a little boy uh, an old man now in the documentary talking about when they got to shore they had m- little lunches made for them because they hadn't been on a boat they hadn't eaten in like a week week and a half something like that and he said and in the little lunch they'd made was a cheese sandwich just cheese and bread and he said it was the best cheese sandwich he's ever had in his life he never forgot it for like seven years old yeah. being without food for that long that just bread and cheese and be you never forget it. It's yeah. really interesting. Think about water even, how much we I mean, don't really appreciate the fact that like we have clean water to drink and then there's people like imagine well, not 100%, having yeah. Well, imagine not having any water for Of course, the fact that it's clean or not is is a 
can be disputed. Sure. Point taken, also point taken, yes. But we however, we have, have access to running water. We have access to I like the clean, distinction because there's the complexities of know, like fast. Places will have the nice Italian mineral water. Like, you have access to good water. You might pay for it. Mm-hmm. But there's people who have no access to any water. And of then the, the first time they get any kind of water on their lips, it's like an orgasmic satisfaction because their body is so deprived of it. And it needs it so badly that it's more than just, like, a taste-quenching thing. It's like you're right. Like, yeah. A friend of mine held up a little Pellegrino bottle with me the other day. It must have been, like, a four or six ounce. It was, like, super tiny. He was like... They should not be able to bother, bottle water in these small quantities like this. And I was like, you're right. Why would you – like if six ounces of water in the ornate glass and labeled like the corporations own the water. That's part of the issue as far as you were speaking of uh, who clean, who knows, and the access some people do not have because corporations come in, privatize the water, and then sell them Coca-Cola at a cheaper price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the water game – you guys seen uh, uh, Blue Gold? No. Documentary Blue Gold – you want to get an idea about water and the scarcity and the and, and how important it is. That's a great one to start with. Blue gold. Blue gold. Interesting. Yeah. It could be on Netflix. Well, anyway, on another note, you're doing a lot of yoga. Uh-huh. Making music. Um, Favorite yoga I position? Haven't, no. I, need, I do need some sort of creative outlet um, is my next step. I've... I had four jobs up until like from June until, I mean, not June, January, January until about April. Wow. And then I just, you know, um, I, I had, you know, I, I had broken a rib back in October. I, I went through a breakup. I had a, a couple close friends of mine pass away and um, it got myself to January and New Year's. I hate New Year's resolutions. I think it's so cheesy and half the people never follow them and it's, it's almost like Valentine's Day or something yeah. like that. It's just like, yeah, just a agreed. Thing um, agreed. But I, you know, I just, I sort of found myself very authentically in a new way, entering into a new year, coming through a lot of intense stuff that I wanted to unpack. And um, I got my first tattoo. It hey! says, it's on my right thigh. It just says Ike. Um, like Ike that. Turner? And the, no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. My, I my friend who passed away, Ike. Oh. Um, and uh, it's kind of right at this line where it's like when I'm exercising or something, I can see it just below my shorts. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he's 29 years old. And the only thing I could imagine um, a way to move forward from him passing away was really appreciating life in as as much as I can and... I'm I'm also like I'm a perfectionist. I'm very hard on myself and I will drive myself into the ground. And so I went out and I got four jobs and I was like, I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be nannying. I'm going to work at a yoga studio. I'm going to work at two different restaurant jobs. And then I'm going to teach yoga on top of that. So I kind of technically had five jobs sure. almost, but, um, suicide. And so I literally like my calendar. If you look at my calendar from that time, it was from, um, sometimes six in the morning until, you, you know, midnight. Um, I had something scheduled every hour of the day, Monday through Saturday. I would have like, you know, Sunday, I'd call it my day off, but that's because I only like, I watched the kids for eight hours or something. So I had a morning and I had an evening off. That was a day off for wow. me. Wow. Um, and that and morning so was I like just, two I hours. I filled my time because I felt like if I was doing all this stuff, I'd be like, I'd be living. Like that's that's living life is like 
you know, getting out and doing stuff and being active and, and, uh, and I just, re- I slowly realized like, you know, the, the more, um, I'll really be doing things that are, that are calling to me and that are a better use of my time to further me down a spiritual path. And that's why I I did, uh, um, in March I did a yin yoga training. Um, I just started my 300 hour training, which is getting deeper into, you know, chakras, energetic body, um, anatomy and physiology, um, into sequencing, into how to do workshops, bhakti yoga, like devotion, like chanting, um, all about like, you know, how, you know, body medicines of things to have that lead a you know, healthy lifestyle, having my own personal practice, deeper into meditative practices. And, um, an anthem? And so, and, and so, what? An anthem? Is that the word? Anthem? An anthem, that word that meant holistic stuff instead of. I don't know what I said. You taught me a word. What, I guess cam- I... what chamomile is? Oh, ethnogens. Ethnogens. Yes. Um, but, you know, and just so, you know, what's really been calling to me is, is just like learning how to heal my body and, and learning how to be healthy. And um, I remember when I first moved to L.A., I, I got in a car accident and I got in the I always call my older brother. Um, uh, he went to school for philosophy. So he's just so like logically minded and like mm. he... And so I always, you know, I called him and he was like, you know, Ben, you need to just realize when you're deciding to do things, is this a choice? You have a choice. You know, no one's holding a gun at any of our heads. We have choices. There might be a lot of pressure societally, self-imposed from our parents, from a child, whatever it is. There might be a lot of, of pressure, but we have a choice. No one's saying like, eat this or die or like do this or die. We have a choice to live our life really in, in, in the United States, essentially, and a lot of Western countries to really live our life in any way. And yes, it might be harder for, for some, for situationally for some people more than others. But, um, Max basically said to me, you know, you have a choice. Like, is this, is this choice I'm about to make down to like, am I eating a cheeseburger? Am I not, am I going to have a salad or like am I going to go out tonight drinking or am I going to stay at home and read? Or like, do I want to go to a yoga class or do I want to go to brunch with my friends? And so do I want to take this job or do I want to like stick with this one that has security? And so each of these, every time I make really any kind of choice, I, and sometimes I forget it's all about developing a reflex, but you look at like, is this furthering me with like, you know, what are my goals in life? What am I trying to do? What, what, what will be furthering me to being a more conscious and better person? Right. That's, those are, those are the questions I sort of ask myself just about every day is like, how am I acting in a way that's going to inspire others and myself to be a more conscious and aware and healthier and better person? One of my favorite um, sayings to live by is to always leave a place better than you found it. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why you should ex- exclude yourself from that rule. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, th- you know, things like this yoga training or the juice cleanse, it's it's all decisions I've allowed myself to make, uh, you know, really since I moved to L.A. on this path of, of this sort of spiritual journey I'm going on. And, you know, three years ago, if you asked me, like, you know, 
Ben, do you think you could be a vegan? I'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> um, or, uh, y- you know, Ben, uh, do you ever think you'll stop smoking pot or stop drinking? I'd be like, probably not. Um, can you, you know, could you give up dairy forever or something? I'd be like, no, wow. probably yeah. not. Or, um, do you, and then Ben, do you believe in God? I've been like, no, I'm, I'm agnostic. That was my whole like shtick for my twenties. Like mm. I'm agnostic. Like it's not up to me to say there is a God or there isn't. And then, um, here I am, you know, uh, two and a half years later into living in LA and I've, I've just, I've allowed for a deeper listening of, of like silence, you know, through meditation, LA, a that's deeper, a deeper listening. I've had the time and space in LA. Like if you don't, if you don't go out and do things and stay connected, it's very easily to just withdraw and be by yourself. Well, yes. that's what I was saying. Like Definitely. that's what LA is known for, for destroying people, not being the platform in which they find a higher spiritual self. So it's really nice to hear this one story that sounds like it's fairly successful. Well, it, says, it completely changes the the known idea of what a los angeles is interesting right i mean you know yeah. people might talk about you know wheatgrass shakes and kale salads mm-hmm. but they don't really think oh that's because people are better and trying to better themselves that's a joke to them yeah you know but you actually seem like you've made spiritual progress in los angeles which i think is fantastic well i wanted you know so la has a lot of sort of stereotypes and stuff and so um i've been meaning to launch this company that is sort of a a Los Angeles-based clothing company that establishes um, w- what LA is and really deteriorating any kind of stereotypes. Yes, the entertainment industry is here in Hollywood here and there's all the celebrities and um, you know, the whole from Venice to Santa Monica, just like surfing and it's it's very sort of this glamorous lifestyle, but there's a lot more. There's the thing about LA is it's it doesn't you know I've lived in New York City for the last eleven years and it feels like a city like you walk out of your yeah. apartment no matter just about no matter where you live yeah. and there's people walking around there's cars honking their horns it, you know and it it's everything stacked on top of each other LA is like a bunch of suburbs that kind of like buddied up and like kind of yeah. like came together cool little and neighborhoods so, of diversity yes yeah, so you got all these pockets so. It, when people are like, oh, L.A., you know, I for years when I was in college, it's like, I really think I want to move to L.A. And people were like, you're going to hate it there. Everyone's <laughs> superficial and materialistic. <sighs> and it, you're, it's not going to be you, Ben. You're not going to like it. Um, and so it de- Thanks. But, but so, you know, anyway, so I want to launch this company that that shows that there's so much more that there's really all these sort of like niches of like of different things that make up what LA is Mm -hmm. and and so for me it's really been this like spiritual awakening where like I feel like I believe in God and and God in the sense is there's some like you know big there's there's source there's some sort of energetic thing that's happening here you know between uh not just in like uh in in terms of humanity but just like cosmically like what's going on with the stars when you go you go to like Colorado or something or Hawaii and you look at the sky and you see there's just thousands of stars. It's like there is something so much bigger than like, you know, that's going on here than my decision to eat a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. Um, and and really channeling that energy and being by yourself and in meditation and listening to the thoughts in your mind. And when that clears these 
experience you have of the presence to this 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 energy that flows through us this life force that's that is present in in being within a conscious experience um that's that's sort of what god is to me sure um and the the more i i find like a deeper listening of that and i i allow things to happen allow things to come through me it's this awakening of intuition um the more that's happened the more i've been open to like a more fulfilled and positive and successful rewarding joyful uh lifestyle that's a really great example for anyone myself included adults kids who are like when they set their goals and it's almost all money driven how Mm -hmm. much money am i going to make at the end of the day, all that stuff you just talked about to be ignored completely, they're never going to find happiness. Yeah. And so, you know, like, especially like on this juice cleanse, I lined it up with this yoga training I was doing. And um, I just, I noticed that um, my real drive is is to have these moments of awakening where I feel like I'm more conscious of what other people are going through. Um I only exist really in your experience of me. Um, we're all just a collection of like conversations, like uh, um, that. That's a whole talk we could go into, sure. but um, we are many the, things. We are many things, yes, but we're only things because we say they are essentially. Sure. Um, and we totally we totally we totally create our existence whatever you want to make you might not get everything you want but if you have goals you will get close you will get things that are worth the effort like and be happy with what you get from those things but you do create what you are absolutely and what and so what i noticed like you know as the week's going on it's like there's always there's always times where uh, desire is such an interesting thing where you have you have desires for all kinds you know when you say you know people have goals and like money is success or in a job or a career having a family we have all these goals we have all these desires and we all have these these needs and wants and there's that cliche of the grass is always greener and it's so true with desire um however i have noticed that with something like yoga or wellness related whenever you go to a yoga class you never say like Oh man, I went to that yoga class and I really regret going. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are some times where you're like, well, maybe that was a little too much for my body right now. Um, but all in all, it's going to be beneficial. Mostly, I, I regret not going to something like that. Right, right, right. Um, whereas, like a luncheon or something, or like going out partying a night or clubbing or. Um, I don't, you know, there's various things where I, I definitely, I seem like I want to do them or I have a FOMO or, you know, fear of missing out. I just <laughs> yeah, learned I what, just, I just I learned too. what that is I like just learned two that weeks too. ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm not like all these like abbreviations and I don't, it's like, I, I can't keep up with it, but, yeah, yeah. um, and so like desire is a really interesting thing where we, once you have all that money, once you have what's really keeping you solid in 
where you're going on your path in life? What's really keeping you present to your path? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to and be searching not, for that to be one of those people. Like Absolutely. And there's a beauty in that too. We're all um, a, a great yoga teacher of mine uh, once told me, you really need to respect that everyone is in a different place spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and spiritually mean everyone is in a different place of life. Everyone is a different, like there's things we learn in this, I believe in like past lives mm-hmm. and uh, anyway. Um, so there's things that we learn in this lifetime that, you know, this is sort of the path of this lifetime. Here's, here's the seeds that we're sort of like watering in this lifetime. And, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, um, uh, you know, whether, whether that's, uh, it, it can be really anything that you're sort of learning about or experiencing or however way you grew up, but respecting there's the psyche is is so complex and we all you know i can only i can imagine i i I only know from my own experience just everything i've experienced in my life and as much as we share as humans and much as we share and and you know i can only speak for growing up in the united states in this sort of american culture but um even just within that there's so many nuanced experiences ways of growing up experience that happen that as much as we all sort of like are unified by being human, sure, but each person has their own. There's there's no one else like you in the world, right. man. There's no one. Else, there's six. What, no, there's eight billion seven. people. Seven billion. Whatever. There's billions of people here, and there's no one else like you. That is just like crazy. It's insane. And uh, um, it's really fascinating to just think about and really appreciate. Um, when you get like pissed off with someone because they're acting like an idiot or, or even you get pissed off with yourself or someone else mirrored something else that brought an emotion up in you, but really appreciating that we're all on our different paths and like, mm-hmm. and, and understanding like, you know, it's, you know, I, I lived in Atlanta for a year and I was around my, my boyfriend at the time, his, his family and they were, um, really devout Christians, and I'd go to to church with them, and um, grow, you know, I grew up Jewish, and it was a very different experience for me going to church. I think that was, um, I think, really one of the first experiences I had going to church. Um, but getting, I think, uh, getting past all of the judgment around what was going on, and just clearing that out of the way, like. Um, oh, these people don't approve that I'm gay or like, you know, they're praising Jesus and the Lord, but then they go out and they live this shitty life. It's like, but that's okay. <laughs> that's where, you know, they are spiritually. That's where I am spiritually. Right. I, you know, I was going you out can clubing okay, all night. You in can Atlanta, okay so the world if you want, at any moment, yeah. if you choose well, to do and that. You, it's, and as you, you, you have to do that. The world is just as you are whole, perfect, and complete the way it is. Like, they're... There's not necessarily, I, I really think, not things happen for a reason, but things unfold exactly the way they're supposed to. And it's, and we, we apply reason to that. And so, th- you know, things might happen for a reason. Um, but things really unfold. Like we're dealing with uh, certain political issues and 
um, certain environmental issues, and it's all happening exactly the way it's supposed to happen. And of course, we all collectively have some sort of impact within that. Um, but there's something to be said about looking at your world and just accepting it as it is the way it is. And so like something like for me going to church in Atlanta, um, I could just clear away all my sort of judgments that were really stopping me of like being open to the pastor's sermon. And how can I use that to like sort of think about my life? Or how can I look at this as, as a way of, you know, uh, a gay couple getting along with their, you know, the Christian family. And, and, uh, it really opened up a lot, my, uh, opened up a lot to me by just accepting things the way they are. And then really seeing these like nuggets of wisdom that, that opened up. I think it's a great point, And ob- obviously all that's true. Cause it's also very interpretive and, and it's opinion. It's also a duality of, um, you know, ground level fighting the good fight and and spiritual like everything is the way that it, it is. Um, it's like Eckhart Tolle sitting on a on a park bench for for two years, just mm-hmm. observing the world, not being a part in it, and then coming out of that and giving the world some tools that a lot of people didn't have to deal mm-hmm. with their lives a better way. Like there is that nth degree. Everything's going to be the way it is. You could even call that God's plan in somebody's book. And then there's like, we got to fight the good fight. We got to you know vote. We got to buy gas. We got to do all these things that aren't just. You know, we're not robots fulfilling some, and at least if we are, we don't know it. That's the beauty of being human. We can't see the future. We don't know how we're going to die. We don't know if we're, if we've already done this a hundred thousand times and we're just running through the program again. Um, We are given the gift of not having those answers. So although Mm -hmm. it's incredibly healthy to be like, yeah, everything is the way it is, accept that for what it is, you have to also have that balance. You're like, no, sometimes you got to tell a Christian you're not right. And here's why, because I'm not going to have an argument with somebody who's like, Jesus said, that's why. Like, okay, no. You know what I mean? Those two yeah. things are both true. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it, you know, it's... Uh, in, so the last... Uh, getting back to my juice cleanse, I guess, is like this... <laughs> and well, back to the I love I, I love that. parallel construction Why not? and organization. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so just over the last week, I've just really... It's been a practice of allowing a listening of what's there and and noticing my habits or even beliefs i so i had this experience in meditation or it was in a and it was in a, it was in a class um and the teacher brought something up and i found she was like hey guess who's you know teaching my my class on saturday um she was, you know, talking to another student in the class while we're all like holding pigeon bows or something. And I don't know what that um, is. I was, I was really into it and like my hips opening up. I was breathing. I was like, this is a great class. Wow. <laughs> and then, and she was like, you know, she said, this person's picking up my class. And so I found myself getting jealous. I was like, well, why wasn't I asked to pick up that class? Or, uh-huh. And then I started getting angry at her. <laughs> And, and then I was like, well, why would she bring that up right now? And then I started alienating myself from the rest of the room. I was like, well, maybe I don't fit in here. This isn't for me. And then I was like, well, I'm just on a juice cleanse and I'm overreacting. And then I was like, I don't know what to think. So this was the holding in my inner dialogue. And I realized what was operating was like, you know, it, she triggered something in me of this machine from sort of childhood of that is constantly trying to prove 
um, I'm lost, I'm alone, and I, I'm better off on my own. And that's what was really operating in that moment until, and until that moment where I could gain that clarity around it and really see what was going on. Um, you know, maybe that worked in my childhood at some point. Um, but really, like her bringing it up was just a reflection of that emotional response of of me trying to find some sort of inner strength and independence. But what was going on was me alienating myself from the world around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just really being open to have those experiences and not to judge yourself and to listen to this deeper wisdom that's there, I think things like juice cleanses or meditation really allow us to sort of sit with ourselves. You can di- dissect which we your feelings. Do. There's, you, you why know, am I thinking have, that way? Why am I doing this this way? And you kind of dive deeper. I'm so I'm going to have this conversation. Really, It's not going to be a conversation. It's more like a statement. But people always bring up, like, there's so many ways to distract yourself. We're always on our phone with Instagram and and texting and watching videos and God knows what, there's so much content and media flying at us. And people are like, I know, and people are getting so less and less like aware and conscious of the world. And I would say like 70 or 80% of the time, the people saying, you know, nothing gets done. Um, First of all, which is where I get frustrated is um, I really don't use my phone that often. I'm I'm rarely on Instagram. I'm not sitting there scrolling through. Like Facebook is like old news, <laughs> um, and uh, I totally get like if you have to be attached to it for like, you know, you you're running your business through Instagram or something. And um, but I'd say eighty percent of the time when people bring up like, oh, we're so not conscious of the world. I'd say those people are, are have an incredible amount of screen time. Yeah. It's a, you, but you don't even you have no awareness that you're just being completely hypocritical. Yeah, they did like the Facebook "Am I woke?" test. Yeah, that just sounds terrible. I'm so woke. Oh, yeah. def- Some definitely. Some people aren't there. Like unplug. Uh-uh. But it's but like how much that are same you, person are you really is like unplugging and buying camp it? tents on Amazon, diving yeah. into a black hole. Right. Right. Definitely check us out on Instagram, guys. Though, by the way. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. actually, we. <laughs> We actually were over an hour. Great. Uh, I want to ask you for uh, a request, see if you like the idea. One of my favorite things you said today was um, sort of reflecting on the the energy, the spirituality, the cosmos of Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know a lot of people who are doing that. Like I said before, like you came to L.A. to get spiritually advanced. Like that's fantastic. Will you come back at some point and give us an update on L.A.'s um, energy, spirituality and cosmological development? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't like as far as cosmology goes. I don't know if that's a. It's just anyway. a word I picked to describe okay, the great. idea you you pitched. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come back. Yeah, right. Um, Tell us what's going on out there. It's. Uh, I think it's. It. L. A. Is is just like any big city. It's a bunch of people from all different parts of the country, different parts of the world that have come together into this arena. And it's a mecca for that. And there's no. You know, if you live on the west side, you never really see anyone from the east side. There's so much disparity. And so using media as a tool to create some sort of unity and more awareness of of the variety and diversity of things that are going on in the city and really being connected to what your neighbor is doing is yeah. really important. 
Um, so yeah, I'd be. Yeah, I'd love you to seem come back better at that than I am. So and then I'm gonna make you promise um, me in oh, that making break. Promises, we're gonna. Some people probably know <laughs> listening, but you and I may have made a pretty good amount of music together. Mm-hmm. Some f- a few songs, a handful of songs. I'll definitely put one on as the outro. Uh, for this episode yeah but uh i would love to get together soon so we can maybe chop something up in the studio make something else again you seem so so open right now oh my god how's this gonna affect your voice gonna be amazing and and the whole time it's it's been amazing exactly the whole time i'm sitting here thinking about i'm like oh wow we need to get in the studio like i need you have some shit you need to just yeah it's like you know i keep saying like just sitting and listening to yourself and opening this where it's getting in touch with your inner intuition and I, this might sound really far out. I know it's, it's, I say, I say it might sound far out because it still seems far out to me where I have dreams that like sort of come true two years later, like to the point, like I have a very detailed memory. And, um, but even things like last week in meditation, I was imagining being in a forest and how I need to get out of the city. And then yesterday a woman called me and said, Hey, let's get lunch. I have an idea to pitch to you. And she said, uh, so I, I just had lunch with her today and she said, I want you to do a yoga retreat in the mountains in <laughs> Georgia at this farm I own. Wow. I was like, okay, well, I, you know, and so I, and that's great. I, man. And I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. I saw it coming and you get open to, and really in tune with like, what is calling you? What is drawing you forward? Yeah, you picked up whatever vibration uh, that signal exactly. was on, yeah. and you it got it. It sounds really like trippy and far out, eh, and a bit it's far energy, fetched, but when you information. really get attuned with that, you just channel things yeah. from beyond what you know is possible in a realm it of makes creativity. Sense. It logically makes sense. It's um, not that complex. But yeah, so October 15th through the 19th. Uh, Rogers Farm Retreat. If, nice. If anyone wants information in Georgia, uh, uh, in Georgia. Wow. Um, Getting paid to travel. It's like a, an American farmhouse retreat. Wow. There's horses, donkeys, now, goats, a lake, a waterfall, like a hundred acres worth of trails. Um, yoga twice a day, lakeside, and there's a heated yoga suit. There's a meditation house. It's really phenomenal. Awesome. I'll be cooking. I'll be teaching yoga. Um, this might be counterproductive. It might sound like a joke, but do you have any plan to sort of document this a little bit on something we can see? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you okay, can cool. check out. I know I just trash talk <laughs> no, like, social I heard media you. and screen time, but, but it'll, be on, agree with. it'll be on my morning. Instagram. Yeah. Show balance, me the Benjamin. Man. You got to do both. Um, <laughs> no, both things are true. Uh, yeah. I, things are complicated. I, I, have, I mean, it just happened today. I don't have anything on there right now. No, but, I'm just looking for the future. Um, I wanted to answer on that. You yeah. answered perfectly. At show me the Benjamin uh, Rogers uh, farm retreat. Um, you can get, you know, any information there. You guys can reach out to me. It'll all be there. So you'll have to come back at some point and tell us what happened on the trip. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Awesome. All right. Perfect ending to a perfect show. Wonderful. Ben delivered harder than I thought. I appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. That was great. Good Harder stuff. Can't softer. wait. Thank you, guys. It's, it's Thank just you, fun chatting for That's now. That's what all it is, Thank man. Thank you so, so much. Fun Thanks fucking for chat. having me. All right, Thanks, guys. We'll see, see you next soon. week.
something to wash the pain away. I take a shot just like a fadeaway. All the promises I make, I mean them. Myself is who I'm treating. Inspiration sort of sneaking, creeping up on me. Write a couple symphonies. Something sounded interesting. Feelings of some misery. Distance with some imagery. Imagine melting faces like we clapped and see the strangers out there clapping. Rather be up in the mountains with you. Yeah, in a cabin starting fires with some matches. Getting comfy on my couches with you. I'm talking about the simple things we do together. Doesn't matter what the weather is, treat you like a gentleman, rapping with some etiquette, got me trumped, I ain't talking about the president, feeling that you hit me, got me feeling like I'm heaven, say euphoria, you and me, me and you, we some warrior. You, I'm a warrior, I'm a warrior, let me tell you now, you